Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And, uh, you know, just um, trying to create a distraction from the the mainstream media, the news. Uh, and we'll just focus on boats and, you know, loosely uh, focus on boats and uh, have some fun today. Captain Patrick, what do you, we got? What can we navigate through today? Well, we have to remember, it's no longer Mike the Mariner. It is Mike the Boatless. What? I thought you bought a boat <laughs> last week, Mike. Come on now. And, I've and, been shopping. I've been roaming all over Florida looking for one. But yeah. uh, slim pickings out there. Yeah. Well, Mike, I think it's about time you go ahead and you join a support group, um, Boaters oh. Anonymous. <laughs> Hi, my name's Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. I'm a recovering boater. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a boat. I've been without a boat for mm-hmm. 33 days. Yeah. Well, last keep, we checked, I you were going son. to look for a boat. That's why you couldn't join us last week, I believe. Right, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. So what happened? We had an appointment to look, uh, an appointment to look at a boat uh, up in Jacksonville, and it, quite, you know, it was quite disappointing, actually. The, wow. the condition of the boat was not what it appeared to be. And uh, the pictures look better uh, than than the vessel did. Pictures, yeah, I've seen that a few times. But we found a few uh, decent boats. Uh, We're looking at two boats tomorrow, and uh, I had to widen my scope a bit. I was really focused on trying to find a trawler, uh, but now I'm thinking, you know, even something with a with a planing hull, you know, still diesel powered in the forty two to four range, you know, is. uh, can right. offer some more options. Well, all right, a little sk- let's back up and get the details here. Because last time when we spoke to you, you were on your way to go watch or go explore this. I think it was a Grand Banks, right? And you were pretty excited um, about it. You were it pretty excited marine- too. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a marine I trader. Actually, it was a what? Yeah. Say it again. It was a marine trader. Actually, a marine trader. Okay. Well, yeah. in Greg's mind, that equals Grand Banks. You could say any other yeah. boat name, and to him, it's going to come out Grand Banks. No, that's a lie. Yeah. Well, I thought you were looking at the Grand Banks too, <laughs> well, though, weren't you? Well, 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 ironically, there was a Grand Banks that was in the same marina. Yeah, that just happened to be there that we looked at. Okay. On a moment's notice, it was right. on the same dock, actually. Yeah. And actually, it was in fantastic condition, but uh, for what we're going to do for the next five years, that one's a little bit utilitarian for. Utilitarian. What, what do you mean exactly? So, it was uh, uh, too much money? <laughs> we're going to pass on that one. Plus, it's a little older. Okay. All right. Yeah, Mike, Mike, you didn't see the, the uh, story we posted about the boat in uh, Scotland? Yeah, that was a steal, according to Captain Patrick. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, you just, just have to get it to the United States. I mean, right. it, that, that, that was a historic historic a place in history that that boat yeah that was a that was a fed ship yeah but it was a fixer-upper and uh you know yeah but we already ran the numbers i mean you put you put you get it for eighty-seven thousand. you put a couple hundred thousand into it you got a boat that is worth on the market one million plus okay 
Well, uh, you know, Mike the Mariner and the rest of the world of boating passengers can catch up with the rest of the class by just listening to last week's show and catch. We we don't need to go there again. He, he's focused <laughs> on the future. So, right, well, Mike, yeah. Mike, Mike, do you Mike. have any uh, uh, prospects that uh, you know now that you're boatless? You did well. First of all, you didn't expect to go this long without a new boat, did you? Or did you? I thought it might take a month or two. But, oh, you did. Uh, I'm a little surprised. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised uh, at how uh, little inventory there is out there. I mean, yeah. I've spoken to brokers all over the southeast, and and uh, they're all saying the same thing. They you know they put a. Do you uh, not listen to the show? I yeah. I mean, yeah. what the heck, man? <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Well, well, no. I mean, but you, you never think it's that acute, you know. Yeah. Uh, most we, of the boats we talk about, uh, we talked about last year were the. You know, center consoles, runabouts, day boats, things like that. We never really talked about the, the trawler market. Right. Uh, so, you know, um, boats are, you know, getting listed. And uh, one example, there was a Carver 450 uh, Voyager, super nice boat, um, had the full price uh, asking uh, or full, full price offer with two backup full price offers on it. Wow. Here, here's, <laughs> yeah. here, here's my advice, Mike. And, and this is an all seriousness, okay? And I know you want to get back into a boat. You got plans, but wait. 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 Oh, I'm patient. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm just looking and, and something will materialize and it'll be opportunistic and you know, well, off you go. The, the reason being is you're going to find here in the next about mid-year this year and 12 to 16 months after that, you're going to have a lot of really well-cared-for, pre-owned boats coming on the market because you've Mm -hmm. got these first-time boaters that got into the market because of coronavirus and you want to do things closer to home and with family, and they had no idea what they were getting into. And there's a lot of dissatisfaction out there, some of it rightly uh, targeted, some unjustly so, a lot of that related to service log backups, you know, trying to get the mm-hmm. boat fixed. People don't understand why they can't have it done now. And after about a year of this, they're going to be like, you know what? We did it for a year. We're done. Let's get out of this boat, even if we have to take a loss and we'll go do something else. And I think you're going to find uh, within the next 24 month period, you're going to have some really, really great deals yeah. coming on you're going to see that pre-owned inventory start to fill up all right so yeah. he should be on, he's going to get a bargain uh in in the next few weeks is captain patrick's i didn't say next few weeks he didn't say that did well, not say next well, few, few weeks. months few months okay so you're saying yeah. by spring maybe march april that time frame i maybe? did not say i did not oh, say I'm by saying, spring or well, by march one. i I did? said i said did you just listen to what i said i said uh, 12 to 18 you know, months 70 percent tops after this summer, 12 to 18 months out, within that next two-year period, that's what I just said. Mm. Really? You think it'll yeah. have to be that long, huh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you don't want to wait that long, though. Come on. No, you do. Because no, you're going but I'm to- saying Mike doesn't. He no, doesn't want to wait do. that long. No, he can, well, get his, he can get his boating fixed by going and running a boat if he really needs to do it, or he can go and uh, uh, scab a ride on somebody's boat like he did out in the Caribbean. <laughs> There's got to be people yeah. that you know that have boats. 
Like Barry. Barry. Sure. Well, yeah, I have lots of, come lots of boating friends. Yeah. I have lots of boating friends. I'll well, be fine there. Well, the, well hold on, Mike. The, the boat you sold was how big? Was it a 37? What was it? It was a 34. 34. Okay. So you could yeah. downsize to Barry's boat, uh, which is a 17-foot center yeah, console Triumph. <laughs> how do you feel about that? <laughs> No downsizing. No <laughs> downsizing. Are you kidding? Uh, we're about, we're, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, you you have a plan. At least you. Well, you got your eyes open. So if any, maybe someone has yeah. something well, in that range right now that's listening to the world of boating, we'll just know that you have uh, Mike the Mariner who's on the lookout. So if you have something like that, sure. email us here at worldofboating.com. dot com. No, and, and you're uh, and you're gonna and, and you're gonna find those boats that are up in the uh, Midwest that have been put away for the winter. When springtime comes, you're going to have some people that are just like, you know, we're just not going to do it this year. Let's let's go ahead. Let's put it on the market. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think you got some really great opportunities slightly ahead, not in the next three weeks, not in the next three yeah. months. But I know from the manufacturing standpoint, that's one thing that manufacturers are looking at because there is yeah. a backlog of new boat orders but there's also the concern that the retention of trying to keep new boaters into boating when mm-hmm. you're probably going to lose 40% of those boaters are going to leave uh, right. after that first year. What happens to those boats? They're going to come on well, the market. Brought, yeah, and you, and you brought that up a few weeks ago on the show about uh, looking at boats that were uh, partially part of the way through the loop, maybe up in uh, yeah. Kentucky or somewhere up in that area. And based on your advice, I started widening my uh, geographic search to those areas. And there are some boats up there. The issue is um, probably have to plan on, uh, you know, how to get up there to, to see the boats. And, um, but so I'm, I'm, I'm looking in, in those areas too. And that was good advice because there are some nice boats. Uh, yeah. Barry, wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. Can, you, wait, wait. can you say, can you say that again, Mike, about the advice that I gave you? What, what kind of advice oh, was that? I don't want to hurt you now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give you a concussion. I don't no, want to give no, you a no, because I want Greg to hear that. <laughs> and, and so that it's burned into his brain. Yeah, we don't care. I, don't I was focused on uh, Barry, the boater who was showing was everybody flying. on Facebook. Yeah. It's like, Hey, you can get to these boats by, by becoming a bird is what uh, right. Barry was showing. <laughs> or if, if you YouTube. knew a pilot, a licensed <laughs> pilot, he could fly you up there. Oh, that. That's yeah. what you meant. Okay. Yeah. Mike, Mike, maybe yeah. some flight time. I'll pay for the gas. All right. Mike, Mike's got a drone. Just uh, extend the range. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's that. All right. Well, look, we got uh, more to talk about other than just Mike the Mariner's quest on getting a new boat. And uh, we'll get to it next right here on The World of Boating. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast now what type of boat do you see yourself in? well i'm not sure but i what i do know that i need to be out in the open sea well you gotta ask yourself some questions do you like speed Do you like to hear the roar of an engine? Do you want to get from point A to point B as quickly as possible? If that turns you on, then you want a powerboat. Okay, that's it. That's it. Power. That's me. It's one way to go. But maybe you want to slow down. You know, listen to the wind and the water. Have sunrise and sunset as your only clock. Know that you can go around the world on less than a tank of gas. Now, if that sounds good to you, then maybe you're sailors. This is not a hobby. This... It's a lifestyle. I was riding on the Mayflower and I thought I'd spot some land. I yelled for Captain E. Rib, I have you understand. Who came running to the deck, said, boys, forget the wheel. We're going over yonder, cut the engines, change the sails. Howl on the bowline, we sang that melody like all tough sailors do when they're far away at sea. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boat, around and out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And uh, update everybody on what Mike the Mariner's uh, looking for when it comes to his, his trawler. Could be a matter of weeks, could be months, we don't know. But uh, but we, it's good to get an update, and it's important to us, because, especially me, because I want to know what kind of accommodations I'm going to experience once he gets a new boat. <laughs> you just want to know when you can get it. Duh, come on. Uh. Right. Anyway, uh, it is what it is. What else do we got there, uh, Captain Patrick, to, to navigate through for our passengers uh, today? We've got a lot of stuff. want to get to uh, a listener email um, that came through. And um, 
was kind of uh, weird that uh, the follow-up email from this listener said, one more thing. If you mention this story, just say a listener. I would prefer my name not be used. So apparently Bob Smith from Bethesda, Maryland does not want to be associated with the show <laughs> when we read his email. Bob um, Smith being his uh, <laughs> alias, I hope. He could have used something more dramatic like Mr. No, Nets. no, that, that, that's, that's his actual name. Okay, Bob Smith, of course. Yeah. Bethesda, mm-hmm. If you'd like the street address and phone number, I can give that to you. Right. Um, but uh, the... What he wanted to pass along was a, a story about wearing kill cord, and kill cords are something that we we've talked about uh, just about ad nauseum over over the years. Um, this happened. Uh, the story that happened in Sarasota just uh, about Thanksgiving, and don't want to go into too many details, but it involved uh, a, a junior sailing uh, coach and uh, lending assistance to another boat, and the sailing coach fell knocked the boat into gear fell into water and of course as tends to happen um with those things because boat without a driver um right hand prop steering wheel's going to turn to which direction starboard and goes in a perfect circle and more or less eventually is going to come back right for you and you cannot dive down fast enough far enough you think you can but you can't to avoid uh, getting hit. And uh, unfortunately, that's what happened and resulted in uh, loss of life. So the story really about uh, the kill cords, the different kill cords that are out there if your boat doesn't have one. Um, it's very, very easy now to equip one, especially with the electronic fobs, which would be the direction I would go versus the, the lanyard style. Um, I can't tell you how many boats over the years I've got into uh for service work and that kill cord is still tie wrapped um in the baggie uh, attached to the switch uh hanging off the shifter and it's one of those things that um i taught my daughters at a very early age when uh they started going boating with me the importance of wearing that and you know what would happen if you know walk away from it and you know it stops the engine you know if something was to happen to me and then how to get the boat restarted to 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 get back to uh the dock or to land uh to get help so if your boat has a kill cord uh, if there's one thing that uh we at the world of boating would ask you to do uh for 2021 would be to wear your kill cord remind people that you're boating with if you're not the person who's driving the boat somebody else it's a friend a neighbor um an enemy even like mike um just you know <laughs> wow, ask I, I thought you liked him uh <laughs> no i was referring to uh your take on mike not mine mike and i are fine <laughs> uh, but the things that you say about. about mike off off air i mean it's <laughs> i want to be like really mike come on distressing yeah um but wear your kill cord and in fact even when you if you're looking at a larger vessel like mike is um it, most of those boats those yachts those trawlers don't come with uh, safety lanyards, with kill cords, because you know you're you're in an enclosed uh, pilot house, if you will. And what are the chances that something is going to happen? Well, it only takes one thing: a rogue wave, debris, another boat coming at you and hitting you and knocking you down, and you get knocked unconscious. Um, you have a medical event, uh, which you know unforeseen. But you know, if you're one of those people and you do have a a known medical issue, whatever it is that could cause 
uh, loss of consciousness. Uh, you know, set it up with a kill cord because if you do fall away from it and it does break contact, the boat, the engines are going to get shut off. The boat's going to come to a stop and um, it, it, it's going to result in a much better outcome than falling down, getting knocked out, and the boat continues underway at speed, and bad things at that point happen. Yeah, making a New Year's resolution. If you don't have or use a kill cord, get one now. How about that? That's, I believe, what I said, but thank you for... You didn't uh, say it was a New Year's resolution, so there, I'm going to take credit for that. Did I not say if there was one thing that we at the World of Boating would ask you to do in 2021 would be to wear your kill cord? Did you not hear me say that? He did not say New Year's resolution, though, did he? I don't have to say New Year's resolution. Yeah, well, that's because I I helped and I assisted. Nobody sticks to New Year's resolutions anyway. (laughs) So let me me ask you, Mike, is that something that you would look at outfitting your much larger boat that you're looking at buying with? Um, I I don't know about a kill cord. Uh, especially if you have multiple stations and you're underway and you're moving from one station to another for some reason, you know, um, you don't want it shut down. No, but what about those uh, little portable fobs you just wear? Uh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. So, Mike, if you're moving between stations, wouldn't you put the boat at like into neutral, neutral but, and then but, but move not to necessarily the shut the engines down? Yeah. Uh, but that's what the kill switch does. Uh, yeah, it's going to turn them off. But I think some of those those electronic fobs allow you to move from station to station, if I'm not mistaken. I would imagine. Okay, so. well, if there's an electronic fob, sure. But a, yeah, I, but a kill I, switch on a 40-foot boat makes no sense to me. I thought those fobs, they didn't go off till they got wet. Uh, no, there, there's ones that if they if you move a certain distance away from the point of contact, it, it loses that signal. Mm-hmm. Right. It shuts it down. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. I'm sure there's many yeah. options out there on the market. Just uh, find the one that works best for you and make it your New Year's resolution. All right, more coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. Uh, we are on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, you name it. We're doing all this video nonsense now, even though it's obvious that Captain Patrick has a face for radio, and there's the proof for you. Uh, however, uh, we we would request that you like us regardless. And, uh, you know, give us a, you know, share if you feel so inclined. We are playing with it quite a bit right now. And I'm talking about the video, just so I'm clear. Uh, but the thing is, uh, you know, we're kind of tre- tweaking the audio. If you like it, if it sounds okay to you, please let us know in the comments. If it sounds funky or there's something doesn't seem quite right, let us know. We're still trying to dial in this uh, technology because uh, it, it's interesting. I, I am shocked how well the video stuff has been doing with the world of boating radio show. Uh, does that surprise you? Especially Patrick? With the way I look. Well, well, all of us, <laughs> I mean, I put it, you know, I mean, look, I used Patrick as the first example, but look, we, we're all in the same boat, literally. 
with the face. Well, I remember radio. when you first uh, when you first asked us to go on camera, and I was thinking to myself, "Why? Oh, hell, nobody no! Wants to see, nobody wants to see this." <laughs> yeah, well, for whatever reason, you know, people are glutton for punishment. And, there are uh, literally seven hundred and eighty-two videos on YouTube for World of Boating that I shot back in the day, where I tried to, to I. I pleaded with you, right? Get you would have thought that would have been enough for us to never to, go to, down this path to, but to get anyway. in to to get in on this technology yeah. and, because I saw it as the wave of the future, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Nah, I don't think this YouTube thing's going to be taken off. I don't think anybody wants to see people in a studio. I've been in a radio game for twenty years that Everybody nobody is. ever wants to see in a studio." Yeah, look, Patrick, have you looked in the mirror, Barry? Come on, you're don't with change me. Change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it and is. And if you're watching, is. you notice that my face is large, and I'm doing the Wilson from home improvement exactly. thing because that's what Greg has requested. Well, yeah, we hey. could do that, couldn't we? Well, yeah, oh yeah. You, you should have started a long time ago, Barry. It's too late to change now. No, I got plenty of popsicle sticks. I yeah, but it, you know, everybody's right seen. You've done enough damage. Uh, no, that's no, not my real face. No turning, uh, no I'm turning a, back. Anyway, well, uh, did we apologize in advance for all this? I think we did. We got more of it coming up regardless on the world of boating. Stay close. (laughs) You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. excited to uh, check out these beautiful waters with you in a really cool way. All right. See that boat over there? Yeah. I think we're going to sail on it today. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boater. Uh, big fans of The Bachelor. Why the, uh, The latest one just started again, as obviously Barry knows. And made us aware of right before the show. He goes, hey, did you see the premiere episode? And I was like, yeah, of course. I had to watch it, you know, just because, you know, the wife and daughter. Their life isn't real enough, huh? Well, no, I'm just saying, you know, it's, you know, you got to stay up with what the kids are watching. And, you know. Nobody is watching that. There are no kids in this household anymore. And so why are you keep watching it? I don't. You're a liar. No, you are a liar. I watch it purely I, I for watch. the the hope that they're going to take uh, you know the bachelor and the and, and the, all the ladies out on a boat. That's I watch only reason I watch it is for I, is for homework I, for the world of boating radio. Show. All right, all right, I watch all right. world of boating and uh, scuba radio YouTube's. Yeah, all right. okay. We got to move on. We got to move on to business at hand, all which right. is uh, some industry news. So coming across the uh, Marine Business Wire this past week, again, all these stories that we talk about and all the ones that Greg doesn't let us talk about (laughs) are on the uh, Facebook page for World of Boating. So if you have not checked this out, if you have not liked us, we would appreciate it if you did so. Please like us. Those are also on worldofboating.com, and we would ask that uh, you take notice of our sponsors because, again, this show goes out live, nationally syndicated, and then it is available, of course, to listen to as a podcast. And we know a lot of you out there do that because uh, your work schedules and that, and it creates uh, filler time instead of watching The Bachelor. You'd rather listen to the podcast of our shows. So we'd ask And we'll tell you, you what uh, happens on The Bachelor regardless. Yeah, you know, every time they will. bring up a boating thing. And honestly, we'll Saturday afternoon, everyone's out doing something. Except us. Yeah. Yes. 
So, Greg, Greg has vir- Greg has virtually held us hostage. Well, me for about sixteen years. Mm-hmm. Refuses to move the show time, even in this era when we could tape the show ahead and still pull it off as it was going out live. Wrong. Nope. And it would sound almost professional. No. Yeah. No way. Saturday, Saturday <laughs> midday. Yep. So you can't get your morning really started, and it really takes the wind out of your afternoon, but that's when we're doing the show. Way to sell it, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you were saying there was something in, in the industry yeah, that we no, have to we, address. We, what? Well, there's a lot of things in the industry we need to address, but coming across the uh, newswire this week was U.S. boat sales reached. How many year high, Barry, you are excluded from commenting on this? Um, Greg, Mike, any idea how many years the what the high is? I'll say a thirty-year high. You mean no? Ah. Wrong. You mean like you mean like a production index? U.S. boat or- sales reached a blank year high in twenty twenty. Okay, no, I'll, I'll, I'll change it. Uh, how many years? Forty year high. <laughs> it's getting worse. Oh, okay. 20, yeah. 20 year I, high. I, it has to be maybe like during the with the. Maybe the, the boom times in the eight, late 80s. Um, well, that would be where I was thinking. I'm giving the you help, Mike, because I want you to blow Greg out of the water. Wait, wait. Let me give <laughs> let me give him a clue. When did everything fall apart? What year was it? 2010. Um, two, well, no. 2008. Okay, so count. <laughs> 12. 12-year so high. Yeah, okay, well, obviously, <laughs> someone's counting a little better. Yeah. Come on. What, what do you think, Mike? Just a we were trying to walk Price him too. Right. He won't yeah, do it. Eleven year, eleven year high. What? You going smaller? Greg, what? be quiet. You already no. guessed. You said forty no, years. 22, he says twenty-two. 22. He, he's not. Wow, listening. you guys are bad at math. <laughs> I said twelve. I just said a little high. A little high. Oh, Eighty-nine years. Thirteen yeah. year high. Thirteen year high. Thirteen year high. There you go. Thirteen year high. Okay. okay. So mm-hmm. now we know it's a thirteen year high in boat sales. Yeah. So right thirteen now. year high. Okay. Um, and that kind of ties into what we were talking with Mike about in the first segment. And of course, the manufacturers are expecting this to continue through twenty twenty one, which takes us into the twenty twenty two model year. Um. Uh, I've got my concerns. Um, a lot of that's going to uh, vaccine rollout. Uh, if the boat shows are able to uh, take place, and most importantly, manufacturers, if they're taking this influx of money that they hadn't planned on, really the, the sales were were not expected. Um, are they going to put it into new product, or are they just going to put it away for a rainy day? And by when I say well, new product, I mean from the keel up, not just new gel coat colors and some new, you know, vinyls and and things like that. Yeah. Will they invest in new technology, new plugs, new molds, and get mm-hmm. new product out on the market? That will be what's going to sustain some of these manufacturers going into the 22, 2022 model year is new brand new product, keeping that 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 excitement. Um, alive for uh boat sales because well, it, it seems it seems in boats a lot more that what was new is old and they want the newer quicker than maybe even in auto sales mm-hmm. probably well, I, I, I hope they'll i would say they would have to to balance that a little bit 
because you know uh, the history is fraught uh, with dozens of examples of companies that were riding the crest of the wave and invested heavily in their operations to meet the demand and then demand dropped and they were left with all this infrastructure they couldn't afford and they went bankrupt right so companies have to be careful with um, with with the investments that, that they put into what they see is happening today um, because you know two three years from now there could be a trough and and, right. Well, you know, in this uh, current climate that we've been in for the last year or so, you'd think it'd be easy for businesses to predict what the future was going to hold when it comes to boat sales. Well, you're assuming that the climate's going to change. I'm being totally sarcastic is what I'm doing, oh, okay. Barry. Jeez. Are you kidding? I can't tell the difference. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, kind, yeah. kind of leading away in this is they're they're expecting... Uh, yeah, sales in 2020, uh, sales of personal watercraft, which is, uh, you know, jet skis and stuff like that, uh, were estimated to be up 8% to 11,000 units, um, sold sale of wake boats, um, which comprises a lot more than what you would think of as your traditional, uh, wake boats, wake surfing, because with forward facing drives, uh, especially with Mercruiser just unveiling theirs, uh, you know, eight years after um, Volvo Penta unveiled theirs. Uh, but that comprises a much larger segment of boats, again, uh, manufacturers that you wouldn't think would fall into that category um, that are now in, in that. So those were actually up 20%. And that's um, going to be younger people that are buying those. Not, not, not necessarily, because the thing is with, and this is in no way a a jaded view of the traditional uh, wake board or wake surf boat market, but those boats that we would think that would fall into that category, Nautiques, Moomba, uh, manufacturers like that, they are kind of a use-specific boat, and the cockpits are set up a certain way. And really, kind of limits the use, if you will. Well, and then you've got the manufacturers that are uh, using the forward-facing drive technology, and with trimmable outdrives, uh, and with kind of more of a call it a traditional cockpit layout um, that is more multi-use. That's kind of been a game changer, if you will. Well, that that's the whole point. That's why I'm saying you're going to see younger people that want to get out there and have activities to do. Mike is not going to be buying a wake boat, wake boat to do wake surfing because. Wait, well, are you calling Mike old? Well, yes, he's, he's oh. of an age that I don't think he's going to do that. <laughs> no, don't don't he's sure looking for it. a trawl. He's looking for a trawler. He's he's looking for something that is you know it's got uh, maybe uh, some really high bow rails on it, good 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 solid gripping surfaces. Um, yeah, you make his boat uh, air conditioning sound like a, uh, yeah. sound like but, a walker or something. But, it's not like that. Come yeah. on, yeah. Yeah. break. <laughs> maybe uh, it's amazing that you picked up on that description, Greg. But everything else is kind of you, you completely went over your head. Oh, but I say God. sturdy, big bow rails, and you equate that to a walker. Well done, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, well. we're finally in sync. But Barry, to your to your point. Younger boaters would be drawn more towards the youth-specific boats and maybe an older demographic uh, with children um, or teenagers would see a forward-facing drive 
wake surf boat as something that would fit their family better because again more of a multi-use not designed for one specific thing oh i thought i thought you were saying that was a specific thing a wake a wake boat because usually they have those towers on the side where you put your wakeboards and the big stereo systems and yeah, right. the, the, but the I, see, I want built- one i want one of those just because well i'm, I'm young at heart i'll go with that all right, more coming up on the world of boating. I am. I, I swear. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast Will we do with a drunken sailor? Will we do with a drunken sailor? Will we do with a drunken sailor? Have a light in the morning. Waiting, she raises waiting, she raises waiting, she raises her light. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Barry the Boater, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and uh, just share a bunch of stories that we think uh, boaters can relate to. Uh, our passengers, so to speak. So uh, we got a few minutes left, Patrick. Where are we going there, buddy? You're the captain. Well, uh, again, keeping on with uh, some industry news uh, coming across the newswire this week was Malibu Boats has completed their acquisition of the Maverick Boat Group. 
Um, so that's, uh, you know, mergers and acquisitions already early in the year. Yeah. Um, good, bad, indifferent. How do you um, feel? How do you feel? Good. I mean, Maverick, uh, designs and manufactures center console, dual, dual console, flats and bay boats. Um, it's, it's, they've been around since, uh, 1984. They've got two manufacturing facilities actually located in, uh, Fort Pierce, Florida. And Maverick manufactures Cobia Pathfinder, uh, and the Maverick and Hughes brands. Um, the Malibu boats is probably more known for, uh, pursuit. Um, I would say probably, uh, in their, their, their wheelhouse there. So, you know, it's, um, kind of falls in line with their, their, um, uh, business plan if you will um so they've got uh let's see uh malibu boats uh they're carrying cobalt um and pursuit and uh it's it's going to be uh a good good time to do it i guess certainly if you've got the opportunity to sell and do that um you know so cash um, in while you can are they going to bring yeah. in different boats than they normally manufacture? Uh, these different style boats so that they're open. Uh, it's, it's, and not, I mean, center console, center console. So, right. you know, but, you know, pursuit being um, center console, dual console, mm-hmm. and some of the product offerings from uh, Maverick, which are kind of the same, whether they integrate or they, they keep those name brands or they discontinue them and just turn the manufacturing facilities over to producing the better known name brands. Uh, that mm-hmm. will be something that will be interesting because we saw what happened with Genmar years ago as Genmar uh, kind of became a mini Brunswick, if you will, and acquired all these uh, boat brands under its corporation. And you wind up manufacturing basically the same kind of boat. And how yeah. does it, I, I never understood again. It's by, cannibalism. By, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how that, how that, them down. Mm-hmm. how that, how yeah. that helps you as a, as a corporation to have, you know, yeah. uh, three different, four different, five different boat brands underneath your corporation that are basically making the same bow rider or cruiser or pontoon right. boat. Well, they uh, could have different price points, you know, different yeah. amounts of accoutrements to them. Where you have like Cadillac is the high end brand for GM, and then you have the yeah. uh, you know the Chevy Chevette for all the other ones, right? Yeah, but but it kind of sounds like here you've got Malibu boats. They do ski boats and things like that, correct? Uh, they they do yeah. do some of that, so, and then you've got the pursuits, which are uh, great um, fishing and cruising vessels. Um, then uh, the uh, Hughes, so they've got flats boats. It sounds flats, like their yeah. products kind of complement each other rather yeah, than overlap. Uh, I guess I guess my my question is is whether they uh, turn or repurpose those manufacturing facilities uh, here in Florida to the boat brands that are going to create more revenue um, mm-hmm. and capitalize on the market as it is as we were talking earlier through the 2022 model year certainly um, or just you know continue as is but um, that came across and. Uh, Again, in uh, some other 
Boating News, uh, Teledyne Systems, not to be confused with uh, Cyberdyne. Um, <laughs> They're but, taking over the world. Here but, come the robots. Because I, be I knew that was coming yeah. from Greg. <laughs> That's why I had to put the disclaimer out there, because I knew it would be. Uh, but Teledyne Technologies has entered into agreement to acquire FLIR Systems, which is oh. the parent company of Raymarine, for about $8 billion in cash and stock. Wow. And FLIR wow. systems are the radar type of stuff, or they well, see underwater, FLIR, right? FLIR, FLIR systems are forward-looking infrared radar, and yeah. FLIR systems primarily, you're talking about military technology that is bleeding into the recreational market, and kind of like what we saw with Seakeeper, where stabilizing systems were we're really in the big, large yachts, and now you're down into putting them into 26, 24-foot boats you're seeing the same thing with FLIR it's it's migrating down into the larger yachts and people want this technology they think that they need it they think it's cool whatever it is hey my boat's got a FLIR system in it so you're going to see those systems coming into the market I know from the manufacturer I work for we offer them on uh, some 38 models Uh, Mm -hmm. but the expectation is that they'll be offered on smaller boats going down uh, in size because people see it as a benefit versus actually learning how to navigate and yeah. use their boat and use charts and actually take some basic seamanship courses. They're going to rely on this technology. Mike. Yeah. Wait, yeah. You. I, uh, on, on the, on the FLIR uh, subject, you can buy that equipment for relatively small boats. Now I actually have a friend that has a 42 Marine trader that the boat's 40 years old and he has probably a, uh, Sixty thousand dollars in electronics and FLIR is one of the things he has. Well, yeah, you know uh, the T one thousand, I believe, started yeah. with a FLIR upgrade. No, it was the T eight hundred. Was it? Well, yeah, see, the one Patrick the one thousand was the shapeshifter one. Okay, all right. Well, there you go. And now we know. <laughs> things I came prepared. Wanted, things you wanted to know. And things uh, we just provided as a bonus. That'll do it for this week. Till next time, remember whether it's sail or motor. Life, Life is, is better, better as, as a boater. Come, Come back here, you barnacle-bitten swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.